do. There was a silence that consumed the expanse again. Well, After the voice of God the Father had spoken, another silence came and ex- consumed the entire expanse again. But the wedding rings were still being turned slowly in opposite directions. Showing the inner part that holds the finger when you wear a ring. Showing the ancient design of the ring is antique, it's antique. It's very old, you cannot get it. And so that is what the Lord treated me to in that vision. Spectacular, magnificent, very powerful vision of God, of the coming of God. So there was that silence an interlude of silence as the rings are turning opposite direction. And then after that the voice spoke again. The silence was broken by the voice of the Lord God. He made me know that is God the Father himself speaking with me through this.
bloody white and glorious and the way he was behaving he, he was going around around there stamping his front legs as he goes it was such a spectacular vision to behold the Lord treated me to the best vision the most powerful vision that is the vision that brought the revival we see today until Emmanuel Kipmetich has walked that is the vision all this revival is centered on this vision I'm giving today this vision I'm describing is the one that gave birth that is why now the Lord brought out that message the Messiah is coming prepare the way you need to repent and brought out this big revival you see global now that there is that event God is announcing. And the wedding rings are so huge above the sky. Who can ignore the Lord? So that was the kind of conversation going on in the sky. But when I looked inside heaven as the voice said, look and see who is seated on the white horse. Then I saw the huge tremendous Tremendous white horse of heaven. He is bigger than your normal horse. And so, the way he was behaving there, the next thing I realized, I was now standing inside heaven. And that horse came close. That's how I was able to tell where his legs end. Around somewhere here. There's a strong part of the legs. Around someone here. Around somewhere here. That's why I'm always able to describe to you even his size. His leg, you know, the huge part of the leg of the horse is somewhere around here. Very and then he began to run around. Now he was sure I'm looking at him. I have seen him. He began to run around there. And that's how I was able to hear the neighing of the horse when he was neighing inside heaven. This is amazing to share with you, blessed. Everybody needs to hear this to enter the kingdom of glory. This is the message of the Lord for this hour. That's why you saw even in Moscow, Russia, we're trending number one. We were trending there number one recently. Okay, whatever. So why? Because everybody wants life beyond here. Wants to ask the question, is this all? Is there life beyond here? Is there life beyond the corona? Is there life beyond the death and sin of this earth?
Is there life beyond this coronavirus? Je, kuna maisha baada ya virusi hivi vya corona? This unemployment. Huku kutoajiriwa. This suicidal feeling. Hizi hisia za kujinyoga. The divorces. Talaka. Is there life beyond this temporary painful hospitals and disease of this life? Je, kunao maisha kupita hii maisha ya ujumbe kabisa katika mahospitali zimejaa na kuna for you to tune. I'm glad we are trending. This is key for you to catch this because eternity We are sitting on the verge of eternity even a child can tell. Ndio sababu hii ni nyeti kabisa kwenu ninyi kupata kushika hii kwa sababu tumeketi katika ukingo wa unyokozi hata mtoto mdogo aweza kutambua. I'm glad I'm so blessed to bring you the heralds of his coming. Na nimefurahia kabisa nimebarikiwa sana kuliwaletea matukio ya kuja kwake. So the next part. Hivyo basi sehemu ile I saw him running there. Nilipomwona akikimbia kule. I found myself now inside heaven. Nilijipata sasa ndani ya mbingu. He came close to me. Think about less than a meter or so. Naye akaja karibu sana nami yapo Hivi kugundua kwamba alikuwa mkubwa kabisa. Akiwa mweupe Wakati alipokuwa na uhakika kwamba ninamtazama sasa macho yangu yamekaza kwake hivyo basi akaanza kukimbia kimbia pale alafu nikasikia ule mlio wa farasi. He was doing the legs the front legs running like this. Alikuwa anafanya hivyo miguu za mbele akikimbia namna hiyo. Walking his tail like this walking the tail walking the tail like this walking the tail. Na kiumbisha mkia wake namna hiyo namna hiyo. Get the picture I'm talking about. Hivyo basi mnaweza kupata ile taswira ambayo inazungumza kuhusu. That is running around running running around there but walking the tail walking the tail like this. Ya kwamba anakimbia kimbia pale anakimbia kimbia pale lakini akiumbisha na kuwayawaya mkia wake namna hiyo. Because he is glorious. Na kwa sababu yeye ni wa utukufu. When it does the tail like this the glory glory comes out of the tail. Wakati anapofanya mkia wake namna hiyo, mkia wake namna hiyo, mkia wake unamwaga utukufu na kwa sababu you the secret of heaven today here live on this camera. Ninashiriki pamoja nanyi siri za mbinguni leo hapa moja kwa moja kwenye hii kamera kote kote duniani. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Such are the times. Hizi ndizo siku. When now you have to get to know what is inside there. Ambapo sasa if you are headed there. Ambapo sasa mnahitaji kujua kila ambacho kiko kule ndani ikiwa mnaenda huko. You must want to know. Ni lazima utake kujua. What is it that is up there? Ni nini ambacho kiko huko juu? So as he was running around. Hivyo basi wakati alipokuwa anakimbia kimbia. Until then I was not able to get the message. Hadi hapo sikuweza kupata ujumbe. Until now I saw him running around and walking his tail and neigh crying out. Hadi sasa nilimuona sasa akikimbia kimbia na kuwayawaya remember the voice said look and see who is seated on the white horse seated so when i looked at the white horse to check who is seated then I glory of the lord cover the horse then i knew the lord was riding the white horse After that I woke up. Baada hiyo nikaamka. Check the clock. Nikaangalia saa. And found it 3 a.m. in the morning. Nikapatia kwamba ni saa 9 kamili asubuhi. That's why I normally call it the vision of 3 a.m. in the morning. Ni sababu huwa ninaita maono ya saa 9 asubuhi. So that is where this is where I want us to anchor the conversation tonight. Hivyo basi hapa ndipo ninataka kuyatia nanga mazungumzo ya usiku wa leo. That you may understand. Ya kwamba mpate kuelewa. That I may have the opportunity. Ya kwamba nipate kuwa na fursa 
to describe to you the church I saw in the kingdom of glory. That's July 29. The year 2009. When I saw the church worshipping before the throne of Yahweh. Glory of worship. High worship. Ultimate worship. Sweetest worship. Revival. You talk about revival. Revival worship. The highest worship I saw there. Worshiping in unison. The sweetest worship, the ultimate worship. That you may get to know the identity of that church that I saw. Remember, it's a prophecy. It has not yet happened. It happened. That means that church is now looking at me through this camera. Globally. So everybody has the same opportunity right now to prepare and be that church and enter. And so you, you have heard that in the first part of that vision as he shows me the wedding ring, we all know that so, there is announcing the day of the wedding of the Lamb, the day of rapture. And if there are some of you, I know some of you professors of, of, of doctrines, theology, whatever, theological schools, you may be tuned in or people that have gone to theological colleges. Okay. I know that you are tuned in. So maybe you are just somebody that has gone through that kind of education system. You have heard it sometimes asked and questioned. You have heard it asked. You have heard it asked. Okay. You have heard it asked sometimes. People asking, is the rapture going to be pre tribulation or mid tribulation or post tribulation? And so this vision answers it so clearly. Because you see that the Lord does the chronology. In a chronological sequence, He presents those events on the prophetic timeline of God. Because you see that, first of all, heaven opens. If you check the prophetic timeline that God is elucidating, is rolling out in that vision, you see that the first marking on the timeline of God is heaven opens. Hallelujah. Let me begin it better. The first part is darkness covered the earth. Meaning a dispensation of pitch darkness covered all over the earth. And the dispensation of darkness reigns 
on the earth na majira ya dikikuka majira ya giza totoro kabisa inatawala kabisa kwenye dunia then the next item in god when you fall in the prophetic timeline of god alafu kipengee kingine kinachofuata ukifuatilia yale majira ya kiunabii ya mungu the next item is heaven opening kipengee kingine kinachofuata ni mbingu ikifunguka that in the bible is known as the dispensation of the open heaven Hiyo, everybody has been waiting for that time Hiyo katika biblia inaitwa majira ya mbingu zilizowazi na kila mtu anapokuwa this prophet speaking to you has authority over heaven Ndio sababu mbona ya kwamba huyu nabii anayezungumza pamoja nanyi anayo mamlaka juu ya mbingu right from when he hit the church landscape Tangia wakati alipogonga upeo wa kanisa Look what he did in Kakamega June 5th the year 2005 Tazameni kile ambacho alifanya kule Kakamega tarehe 5 mwezi wa 6 mwaka 2005 When he appeared there as you see now Wakati alipokuja pale jinsi ambavyo muona sasa And he began he began saying I see rain coming fall here Na akaanza kusema kwamba ninaona mvua ikija kunyesha hapa And in less than a minute when he commanded no even the translator could not finish na, the translation Na chini ya dakika moja wakati alipoamrisha hata mtafsiri hakuwa amemaliza kuitafsiri maneno hayo When he said I see rain here Wakati aliposema kwamba ninaona mvua hapa He said spiritual rain Alisemea kwamba mvua ya kiroho And it's amazing he was repeating the bible Na yashangaza kabisa alikuwa anarejelea biblia He was in a hotel room before he to the stadium. Kwa sababu alikuwa katika chumba cha hoteli kabla aje kwenye uwanja. Kakamega Golf Hotel. Katika Kakamega Golf Hotel. Then he told his assistant he was meeting some bishops there to ask them how when should I come to the stadium is everything ready. Halafu alikuwa anakutana na maskofu wengine pale na kuwauliza je ni vipi ambavyo atakuja katika uwanja je Na wachungaji wakuu pale. Then he asked when they were sitting there he was talking to them. Walikuwa wamekaa pale na alikuwa anawazungumzia. Then he kept telling asking his assistant. Na alikuwa anauliza kila wakati alikuwa anamuuliza msaidizi wake. Please can you go out and check if there is rain coming? Ya kwamba tafadhali unaweza kwenda nje uangalie kama kuna mvua inakuja. And the pastors kept saying no no it has not rained here in a long time and there is no rain in the forecast. Na wale watungaji walikuwa wanasema wanaendelea kusema kwamba hapana hakujanyesha hapa kwa muda mrefu na hata hakuna utabiri wa mvua katika utabiri wa hali ya anga. And then he, he, the, 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 when the assistant came back that there is no rain. There is no cloud he said can you go back and check so he, he did not know he was repeating bible right there na yule msaidizi aliporudi na kumwambia kwamba hakuna mvua akarudi tena na kusema kwamba hakuna mvua and then tena uangalie unaweza kuangalia Why do I see that it's going to rain? Kwa nini naona kwamba kunaenda kunyesha? The bishops and pastors were saying no 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 it will not rain we'll have a beautiful crusade. Na maaskofu na wachungaji walikuwa wanasema kwamba hapana hakutanyesha tutakuwa na mkutano mkubwa kabisa wa kupendeza wahadhara. And so when he entered the field. Hivyo basi alipoingia katika uwanja. Talking about holiness, holiness. Akizungumza kuhusu utakatifu, utakatifu uhaki, uhaki toba. Ndokeni kutoka kwa Daniel. Masia anakuja. And then all of a sudden he stopped the preaching. Alafu ghafla binvu akasimamisha mahubiri. Listen to me heaven. Akaanza kuzungumza na mbingu. Nisikizeni mbingu. Listen to me the earth. Nisikizeni dunia. Tremendous heaven listen to him. Ya ajabu kabisa mbingu yamsikiliza. And that's why I said he has authority over heaven. Na ndio sababu nilisemea kwamba anayo mamlaka juu ya mbingu. Listen to me not. Na chini ya dakika moja. And you can see the huge rainbow that the Lord put at his back. Na mnaweza kuona ule upinde mkubwa kabisa ambao Bwana aliweka kwenye upande mkubwa wake. Times in the Bible. Wakati wa ajabu kabisa katika Biblia. Tremendous times in the church land. Wakati wa ajabu kabisa katika nyanja ya 
kanisa. And so that, that is one event. Hivyo basi hilo ni tukio moja. But there is another event also that took place in Joro. Lakini kuna hilo tukio lingine pia ambalo lilitendeka kule Njoro. We are not showing you that because we don't have time we we're on the message. We're just showing you this one and maybe Lima Peru that's all to talk about the authority has the, the Lima Peru please. The authority has over heaven. Look at that. In another country in a white country. Katika taifa jingine katika taifa la wazungu. Announcing it from Italy and then they were waiting they were waiting for that rain. Is it going to command heaven to then he commands and you see rain now pouring. Akitangaza kutoka Italy na walikuwa wanangojea kabisa mvua hiyo. Je, anaenda kuamrisha mbingu kufunguka na tazameni Tazameni hiyo. Look at it on your screen there. Tazameni katika runinga zenu pale. Commanding it. So the Lord is using that to establish to the whole earth that these two prophets they have authority over heaven. Hivyo basi akiamrisha Bwana anatumia hiyo ili kudhibitishia ulimwengu wote mzima ya kwamba hawa manabii wawili wanayo mamlaka juu ya mbingu. He is announcing to the nations. Anatangazia mataifa. That these two look at the rain. Tazameni hiyo mvua. That these two prophets. Ya kwamba hawa manabii wawili they are the ones that come and open the heaven. They mark the dispensation of open heaven. Ndio ambao wanakuja na kufungua mbingu. Wao ndio ambao wanaweka alama kwa yale majira ya mbingu zilizo wazi. And it rained even water. There was a lot of water there. Na kulinyesha hata kulikuwa na maji mengi kabisa huko. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so you see the first part in that vision in that prophetic timeline. I'm just this is important before we start the message. Just make sure you follow this. Hii ni muhimu kabisa kabla tuanze ujumbe hakikisheni kwamba mnafuata hii. So we are following the prophetic timeline of God towards the end time. The coming of the Messiah, the end of time also. Hivyo tunafuata majira ya kiunabii ya Mungu kuelekea katika mwisho wa nyakati. So we have seen that the first part in that vision is the dispensation of darkness. Tumeona kwamba sehemu ya kwanza katika maono hayo ni majira ya giza. Darkness reigns over the earth. Giza la tawala kwenye dunia. After that, open heaven. Baada ya hiyo mbingu zilizo wazi. And then the glory comes out. Halafu utukufu unatoka ile. That glory is what was prepared, what was promised to the Bible. Huo, the latter glory. Huo utukufu ndio ambayo iliahidiwa katika Biblia utukufu nyakati Katika maono hayo ya ajabu. The latter glory that would come to prepare the way for the coming of the Messiah. Utukufu wa nyakati za mwisho ambao utakuja na kuandaa njia kwa ajili ya kuja kwa Masiya. That is the enormous glory that chases away darkness, preaches repentance and holiness and comes with power. Huo ndio utukufu mkuu kabisa ambao unapokuzia mbali kabisa giza na kuhubiri toba, kuhubiri utakatifu na kuhubiri utukufu kabisa na nguvu. That is the glory that prepares the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. That is the glory that raised Emmanuel Kipngetich. And so many kilometers away he gets up and yes. walks away and I even see him from here and announce globally that I see a celebration then he shows up Hallelujah. The glory that raised that raised uh, Nyanachek all the way in South Sudan. The glory that raised uh, Precious Njoki. Utukufu ambao ulimuinua Precious Njoki. Blessings wanjiru. Blessings wanjiru. The glory that raised uh, raised uh, uh, Enoch Enoch Odiambo. Utukufu ambao ulimuinua Enoch Odiambo. The glory that raised Onyando. Utukufu. Utukufu ambao ulimuinua Onyando kule Busia Kevin. The glory that raised that is the glory that has raised so many cripples. Huo ndio utukufu ambao umeinua viwete wengi wengi kabisa. 
That is the glory that is preparing the way. The power that is demonstrating. Is demonstrating the power of that glory. The glory that you saw chasing away darkness. Rebuking sin. And bringing the truth to the pulpit. To the church. Where people are lying. Go sell your land. And give me money so your cripple may walk. False prophets, false apostles were everywhere. But this is now free of charge. Meaning the truth is coming into the church. And preaching the cross of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Calling repentance. A clarion call for the return to holiness. So now. That is the part of the glory that comes. The second item on the prophetic timeline of God is that vision of November 1, 2063 a.m. The third part is now that event. So the glory that comes Essential announces that event. Ut- comes to announce that event. And essentially comes to prepare, announce it by preparing the way for the king. And as that happened, so you see now, that's the rapture of the church. Symbolized by the spiritual wedding ring. Then you see now the white horse. That is now the second coming of the Messiah coming to Jerusalem. So you see, the Lord deliberately places the rapture first and then now presents the white horse. And it's amazing because he that speaks with you is outside heaven but lifted up above the earth here, outside heaven and he's seeing the wedding ring. The glory comes until it reaches him. Now look, the glory came and reached Kisumu the other day. The glory came to Central Park. Central Park is very classic and envelope him. Central Park captured on camera. Only a few years later, then we understand the depth and the gravity of this vision November 1, 2063 a.m.
when now the white horse is running around then i find myself inside heaven wakati sasa baada ya peteza harusi sasa farasi yule mweupe anakimbia kimbia sasa najipata ndani ya mbingu so you see the way he has arranged meaning the messiah comes for the glorious church first and then after that the white horse comes with the messiah to jerusalem Mbona jinsi ambavyo ameipanga Masia anakuja kwa ajili ya kanisa la utukufu kwanza alafu baada ya hiyo sasa Masia anakuja the arrangement the formation of that vision was deliberate to in order to deliver a message that it is pre-tribulation rapture Makusudi ya hilo maono ilikuwa ya kimakusudi kabisa mpangilio maono hayo ilikuwa ya makusudi kabisa ya kwamba ni unyakuzi kabla ya dhiki And he says Na anasema So I'm now inside Hivyo basi sasa niko ndani Then I see the white horse running to go Halafu sasa namuona farasi mweupe akikimbia kimbia kwenda So when it's time for the white horse to come Hivyo wakati unapofika kwa farasi mweupe kuja Then these messengers have finished the work Halafu sasa hao wajumbe wamemaliza kazi But the rapture the, the glory came it chased away the darkness they moved around keep my teachers walking and the rapture happens Lakin, the way is prepared in such a powerful way lakini utukufu ulikuja na kufukuzia mbali giza keep my teacher natembea njia inaandaliwa katika njia kupendeza kabisa kabisa na nguvu so there is so much in there kwa hivyo kuna mengi kabisa lakini usiku wa leo i want us to anchor the message of this night nataka tutie nanga ujumbe wa usiku wa leo on the first part katika sehemu ya kwanza where now the wedding rings are been lowered and placed at the entrance to heaven mahali ambapo sasa pete za harusi zimeshushwa na kuwekwa katika ingilio la mbinguni and the announcement takes place god the father by voice officially announces from heaven nalo tangazo latendeka mungu baba kwa sauti kirasmi sasa anatangaza toka mbinguni and he says na anasema from today on kuanzia leo kuendelea all authority mamlaka yote in heaven mbinguni and authority on the earth na mamlaka duniani has been given to Christ Jesus catch this you'll not find this anywhere else yeah, but, catch this yemepeanwa kwa Kristo Yesu shikeni hii kwa maana hamtapata hii mahali kwingine popote focus on that tunataka kulenga kwa hiyo usiku wa leo so we write away the book of titus chapter 2 hivyo basi geukeni pamoja nami moja kwa moja kwenye kitabu cha tito sura ya pili as we begin again Uh, tonight tunapoanza tena usiku wa leo another journey blessed people safari nyingine watu wabarikiwa Titus chapter 2 kitabu cha Tito sura ya pili we read verse 11 to 15 tulisoma mstari wa 11 hadi 15 and verse 15 says verse 14 na mstari wa 14 asema who gave himself for us yeye ndiye aliyejitoa nafsi yake kwa ajili yetu redeem us from all wickedness all ili atukombee kutoka katika maovu yote and to purify for himself na kujisafi kujisafishia mwenyewe a people that are his very own hallelujah watu ambao ni milki yake mwenyewe eager to do what is good wale walionabidii kutenda yaliyo mema and then when you move right there to verse 15 halafu ukisonga pale hadi mstari wa 15 he says anasema these them basi haya are the things you must teach ndio mambo ambayo wapaswa kufundisha these them basi haya are the things you must preach ndio mambo ambayo wapaswa kuhubiri please them haya basi are the things you must evangelize ndio mambo wapaswa kuifanyia uinjilisi and he says na anasema as you do that preaching ukifanya kuhubiri huko as you do that announcing of the gospel ukifanya huko kutangaza kwa injili as you do that evangelism ukifanya uinjilisi huo he says anasema encourage himiza and encourage himiza and rebuke na kukemea and he says 
authority I underline that. Kama ningelikuwa wewe halafu nikutane na mamlaka yote nitaipigilia hiyo mstari. These then are the things you are to preach. Anasema kwamba haya basi ndio mambo ambayo wapaswa kuyafundisha. These then are the things you are to teach. Haya basi ndio mambo ambayo wapaswa kuyafundisha. These then are the things you are to announce. Haya basi ndio mambo ambayo unapaswa kuyatangaza. These then are the things you are to evangelize. Haya basi ndio mambo ambayo unapaswa kuifanya uinjilisti. And as you do so he says. Na wakati unapofanya hivyo asema encourage and rebuke. Uhimize na kukemea. With all authority. Na mamlaka yote. Today we are seen and all authority was given to the Messiah. That's why we are anchoring this on that vision tonight. Leo hii tumeona ya kwamba na mamlaka yote yalipeanwa kwa Kristo Masiya. Ndio sababu tunaitia nanga ujumbe huu kwa maono haya usiku wa leo. What a mighty message that is anchored into the kingdom of glory. Everybody should have the same opportunity to enter glory. Ni ujumbe mkuna mna gani ambao umetiwa nanga katika ufalme wa utukufu. Kila mtu ni lazima awe na nafasi na fursa ya kuingia ndani ya ufalme. It says encourage and rebuke anasemea kwamba onya na kukemea with all authority not some authority na mamlaka yote sio na mamlaka kidogo not with a lot of authority sio na mamlaka mengi hapana hapana anasema all na mamlaka all authority na mamlaka yote ambayo umepewa and says and do not let anyone despise you na anasemea kwamba na mtie yote asikudharau Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is where we want to focus on today verse 15. Hivi basi hapa ndipo tunataka kulenga usiku wa leo mstari wa 15. The book of Titus chapter 2. Kitabu cha Tito sura ya 2. Verse 15. Mstari wa 15. And you see the instruction the Lord is giving the church right here. Na mnaona maagizo ambayo Bwana anapatia kanisa hapa sasa. He is telling the church. Analiambia kanisa that the things he has mentioned about ya kwamba mambo ambayo ameyataja pale juu how the grace of god has appeared jinsi ambavyo neema ya mungu imefunuliwa and offering salvation to mankind na kuleta wokovu kwa wanadamu and how the grace of god teaches them to say no to ungodliness na jinsi ambavyo neema ya mungu inawafundisha kukataa ubaya and to say no to worldly passions and worldly kidunia and how the grace teaches mankind the church to say yes to a life that is self controlled and a life that is righteous upright and he's saying and a godly life anasema na maisha ya kumcha Mungu in this present difficult age katika ulimwengu huu wa sasa mgumu and he says na anasema that later in verse 13 the grace goes ahead now to prepare them to make them sensitive and wait await look forward to that blessed hope ya kwamba baadaye kwenye mstari wa 13 sasa neema inaenda mbele na kuandaa ili kwamba wakapate kungojea wanangojea sasa kwa ajili ya kuja kwa masia ni injili ya nguvu namna gani imekamilika pale kufunuliwa kwa utukufu wa Mungu wetu mkono mwokozi wetu Yesu Kristo na kwamba katika maelezo hayo pia paswa kufundisha teach and preach and train ifundishe kuhubiri na kufundisha you train to tell them that it is Christ who gave himself to redeem us he gave himself to us to redeem us 
na kuwambia kwamba ni Kristo ambaye alijitoa mwenyewe ili kwamba tukomboe sisi so all, from all not some from all wickedness all kutoka kutoka kwa uovu wote sio kidogo ama baadhi bali yote and to purify us by purifying unto himself a people that are his very own na kutusafisha sisi kwa kujisafishia kujisafishia watu ambao ni mali yake mwenyewe and he says who are eager to do what is holy what is good na anasemea kwamba wale walionabidia kufanya yale yatakatifu yaliyomema so when he says in verse 15 kwa hivyo anaposema kwenye mstari wa 15 that these then are the things you should teach ya kwamba haya basi ndio mambo ambayo wapaswa kufundisha these then are the things you should preach haya basi ndio mambo ambayo wapaswa kuhubiri that these then are the things you should you should evangelize minister ya kwamba hii basi ndio mambo ambayo unapaswa kuifanya uinjilisti then is referring to all of the above basi anamaanisha haya yote yaliyo juu na anasema in the process of doing that ministration and preaching ya kwamba katika hatua ya kufanya huduma hiyo na kuhubiri he says encourage anasema kwamba himiza and rebuke na ukemee rebuke he says kemea asema with all authority na mamlaka yote he didn't say with some authority hakusema kwamba na mamlaka kidogo he didn't say with a lot of authority hakusema Alisemea kwamba na mamlaka yote yote yaliyo. Na ile hali tulisikia katika maono hayo. All authority has been given to Christ Jesus. From today on, all authority in heaven and authority on the earth has been given to Christ Jesus. Tulisikia kwamba mamlaka yote kuanzia leo kuendelea mamlaka yote mbinguni na mamlaka duniani yamepeanwa kwa Kristo Yesu. And it says here very clearly. Na anasema hapa kwa wazi kabisa. That encourage and rebuke with all authority. Ya kwamba himize na kukemea na mamlaka yote. And do not let anyone to despise you. Na wala usiruhusu mtu yeyote akudharau. Do not let anyone despise you. Usiruhusu mtu yeyote akudharau. For the type of gospel. So let me explain to you this as we start. Hivi basi wacha niwaeleze With the manner that he describes even before we start. Katika njia ambayo anaelezea hata kabla tuanze. In the manner that he describes the narrative of verse 15. Katika namna ambayo alielezea yale maelezo ya mstari wa 15. Anasema that all of the above the grace and the redeeming power of the grace. Ya kwamba hayo yote yaliyopo juu neema na nguvu za ukombozi za neema. And how the grace now prepares you for the day of blessed hope, the day of the return of the Christ. Na jinsi ambavyo neema sasa inawaandaa kwa ajili ya siku hii ya tumaini lenye baraka siku ya kurudi kwa Kristo. And then he says and how Jesus gave himself unto us to go die for us. Na anasemea kwamba jinsi ambavyo Yesu mwenyewe alijitoa nafsi yake mwenyewe ili kwamba aende afya kwa ajili yetu. That may purchase a people that are going to be priests unto our God. Kwamba, to serve our God in heaven. Ili kwamba akapate kuwanunua watu ambao wanaenda kuwa makuhani kwa Mungu wetu kumtumikia Mungu wetu. Later, if we get time to read Revelation chapter 5 verse 10, they are going to be priests you purchased unto our God a people. He purchased unto our God so that we may get a people prepared unto our God. Ikiwa tukipata nafasi tutasoma kitabu cha Ufunuo sura 5:10 ili kwamba kauli wanunulia Mungu watu kwa ajili ya Mungu wetu. And so he's talking about all the above that you must now preach in verse 15 in 15 then he compounds them. Hivyo basi katika mstari wa 15 basi anaijumlisha na iweka yote kwa pamoja. And he says you must now go out and preach Alafu anasemea kwamba lazima sasa uende nje na uhubiri hii. And when you preach it says. Na wakati unapohubiri anasema make sure that you encourage. Hakikisha kwamba unahimiza. Where there is need to encourage. Maana ambapo kunahitaji la kuhimiza. And when you see sin. Na wakati unapoona dhambi. And apostasy. Na mwanguko wa imani. You rebuke. Ukemee. You rebuke with all authority. Ukemee na mamlaka yote. 
And he said don't let anybody to despise you. Na anasema kwamba usiruhusu mtu yeyote kudharau. Meaning is saying prepare for these people to come and blackmail you or despise you. Kumaanisha kwamba anasema kwamba jiandae kwa ajili ya watu kuja na kukukejeli kukudharau. And so if you look at verse 15. Hivyo basi ukiangalia mstari wa 15. Before we move. Hata kabla tusonge. He presents a scenario. Anadhihirisha tukio. A war scenario. Tukio la vita. He presents a fight right there. Anadhihirisha vita pale. Because verse 15 is an instruction to the present day church. Kwa sababu mstari wa 15 ni maagizo kwa kanisa la sasa hivi. And he's telling the present day church. Na anaambia kanisa la leo hii. There is authority that the church is supposed to receive. Ya kwamba kunayo mamlaka ambayo kanisa lapaswa kulimepokea. I don't have time here to go to the book of Matthew 28 verse 18 down. Sina wakati wa kwenda kwenye kitabu cha Matthew with authority. But it says that there is authority that the church is supposed to receive and thou shall receive power and ye shall receive power. Power that the church is supposed to receive. Anasema kwamba kunayo mamlaka ambayo kanisa lapaswa kulimepokea ya kwamba nanyi mtapokea nguvu kunayo nguvu ambayo kanisa lapaswa kulimepokea. Let me try this way now. Wacha nijaribu namna hii sasa. Anasema that at the point when you become born again. Ya kwamba wakati ambapo unapookoka. He is already calling you. Tayari anakuita. He has called you. Amekuita. To the salvation of the grace. Katika wakovu wa neema. That you cannot take the grace except that you have the calling of God. Ya kwamba hauwezi upokea neema ijapokuwa tu umepata ule mwito wa Mungu. Behold, you are a holy people, sababu, a holy nation. Kwa sababu anasema kwamba tazama ninyi ni watu takatifu taifa tukatifu. Watu walioandaliwa kwa ajili ya Mungu wetu. Offer holy sacrifices acceptable to our God Waliwana, through Christ Jesus. Walioandaliwa kupeana dhabihu takatifu inayokubalika kwa Mungu wetu kupitia kwa Kristo Yesu. So right away is saying that the Christian salvation is a calling. Hivyo basi moja kwa moja anasemea kwamba wokovu wa Kikristo ni mwito. The calling of God. Mwito wa Mungu. We are on verse 15. Don't lose track. Tuko kwenye mstari wa 15. Usipoteze njia. Tuko kwenye mstari wa 15. Na inaenda kwa ndefu usipoteze. That when you receive Christ you have been called by God. Ya kwamba unapopokea Kristo umeitwa na Mungu. And in that calling. Na katika mwito huo. You are life now. Maisha yako sasa. You receive power. Unapokea nguvu. And he says you must receive power. Everybody that is born again must now receive power. Na anasemea kwamba unapokea nguvu lazima kila mtu ambaye ameokoka apate nguvu mamlaka. To live the Christian life you have chosen. Ya kuishi maisha ya Kikristo ambayo umechagua. And he says. Na anasema that when you have that power now. Ya kwamba wakati una hizo nguvu sasa. You receive that power. Na umepokea hizo nguvu. Then he says. Hapo basi anasema. Now from that point on. Ya kwamba sasa kuanzia wakati huu kwenda. You walk into your office. Wakati wote unapotembea kwenda kwenye ofisi yako. Ministering Jesus, you are ministering Jesus to the world. Unashughulika kabisa ukimhubiri Yesu kwa ulimwengu. Whenever you go to the supermarket. Wakati wote unapoenda kwenye supermarket. You are evangelizing Jesus. Unafanya uinjilisti wa Yesu. When you are walking in that office. Wakati unafanya kazi kwa ofisi hiyo. Unafanya Yesu uinjilisti. Your life is this one big evangelism. Ya kwamba maisha yako ni uinjilisti huu mkubwa kabisa. This ministration to the dying world. Ni kuhudumia ulimwengu unaokufa. That they may see the light of God. Ya kwamba wapate kuona nuru ya Mungu. And long for God. Na kutamani Mungu waje kwa Mungu. Na wakombolewa kutokana na moto wa jehanamu. He saying that every Christian has a calling. Anasema kwamba kila Mkristo ana umwito. And he say. Na anasema at the same time. Ya kwamba kwa wakati huo. Kuna wale ambao wameitwa kuwa wachungaji. You are also called just 
another level but cold. So if you are called to the pulpit, you are also called to minister. So he says that if you are going to minister by the way you execute your life in the marketplace, in the public space, he says Anasema, that go ahead and do it and do it with all authority don't fear anybody he says all authority encouraging and when you see sin rebuke that's why sometimes you find that when you dress holy for my daughters for the ladies when you dress holy and you go before some who is even your boss and is not dressing well, sometimes you see that level of animosity, the rebuke. It's a, it's a silent rebuke. Hallelujah. A rebuke takes place because you are ministering Jesus. You are ministering Jesus. You may not have opened your mouth, but the way you execute your life, you are ministering the life of Jesus to the perishing dark world. Maybe your boss is there. Maybe she's not dressed well. As you know the way the world dresses. Included your mammy. And so you'll find that sometimes you as a junior, you find, wow, why, why, why is it, man? The relationship is tense. Why? Because it's a rebuke. The way you are dressing holy and 